and welcome back to another episode of PW Kids Everything Kids 11050. And I'm your host, Abby Ackerman. Today I'm interviewing Adam Ackerman, aka my daddy, and John Boyer. They are both investors, and I'm going to talk to them about the stock market for kids. And we have a very special episode today because we sent out an email to some of our viewers and got some questions they want answered about the stock market. So without further delay, let's get right into the into things. Um, John, can you explain what investing is? And for second part of the question, Adam, can you explain um, how the stock market is a part of it? Sure. First, Abby, thanks for having me on the show. Love all your podcasts. And uh, what is investing? That's a great question. Investing is when you try and take money and try and use it and to uh, either buy things, either stocks or bonds or any other type of, of, uh, of a security and to try it with the goal of trying to make more money, but most importantly, trying not to lose any money. That's the most important thing. But uh, your dad can explain what it's like to invest in the stock market. Sure. Thanks, John. And thank you, Abby, for having me on your podcast. It's great to be here. I'm very excited. Um, so as John said, when you invest, you, you buy a portion of a business and you end up owning a share of stock, which means a percentage of that business. And what the stock market is, is a way that you can buy and sell small pieces of a business, which is really helpful as, as an investor because you can add to your investment by buying more shares or if you decide you don't wanna own the investment anymore, you can sell your shares. Um, so that gives investors flexibility to change their investments, uh, which is very helpful. That's very interesting. Um, Daddy, or Adam, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you recommend kids invest savings? And John, can you explain risk versus reward? Sure, Abby. I absolutely recommend the kids invest their savings. Um, the reason we save money is for expenses we have in the future. Like um, there could be unforeseen expenses or, or even foreseen ones like going to college or saving for your retirement so that you can stop working and, and live from your savings. And so by investing your savings, giving that or putting that money into a business, you know, that business can hopefully grow your savings over time and you can have more. Um, that's much better than leaving your savings kind of in dollar bills in your house or just putting it in the bank and, and not really growing it. John? Yeah, in terms of risk versus reward, you know, every time you make an investment, you know, you always have the chance of losing money. That's the, that's the, almost the definition of, of making an investment. You're taking a risk. But the question is, is the, the amount of risk you're taking worth the eventual payout in the end? And that's what an, a good investor needs to try and figure out is if I'm investing a dollar, how much can I make from investing in that dollar? But most importantly, how much can you lose? Because once you start losing money and you can never get it back, that's, that, that ends up being a bad investment. So you have to always try and figure out not only how much you can make, but most importantly, how much 
money you can lose. And I know that it takes a lot of research because daddy will sit down in the basement for eight hours in his room, in his room like a gremlin and not come up for anything except to yell at us to be quiet. We have um, the same situation over here. <laughs> um, Max K wants to know what is the stock market and what is a stock? Who is that? Abby, you should answer that. Oh, um, John. <laughs> The stock market is basically what a stock is and what your dad was saying before is you're able, have you ever been to Disney World or Disneyland? Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of our viewers have been too. And you are able, uh, when you buy a stock, you're able to buy a small or even a large percent ownership of the company. So what a, owning a stock enables you to do is to be an owner in a in a business and some of the best businesses in the world whether you you are an owner of mcdonald's or or burger king or a bank uh, so it gives everyday people the opportunity to uh be an owner of these businesses while you don't control them you don't get to go and say hey i want a free ride at at disney you're able to participate in the business doing better in the future. And what the stock market is, is, is a whole collection of business, a, pl a place where people can buy and sell these businesses. And that's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. And how that's changed, it used to be you, you were under a, a tree uh, down near Wall Street in the, in the 1800s uh, to now where you can buy and sell stocks uh, over the uh, over the internet, so it's 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 pretty cool. Um, what are bonds, and how are they different from stocks, Adam? Thank you, Abby. Um, it's a good question. You know, there are two main types of investments. We've been talking about stocks or shares, where you buy a portion of a business and you're entitled to owning a part of that business and its profits. Um, a bond or a loan is the other main kind of investment. And what that is, is you give a company a certain amount of money as a loan or through a bond, say $20, with a certain interest rate, say 5%. And after a certain amount of time, say a year, they must pay you back $21, your initial investment plus interest. So a bond or a loan is much safer than a share of a stock generally, because you know exactly what you're going to get back and when. Uh, whereas when you buy a share of stock, you are entitled to a part of that business's profit, but you don't know how much that's going to be. And if you want to sell your share of stock, it depends on the price in the market. Is it, is it up or is it down from when you bought it, which depends on what other investors think about the company. So. It's a good idea to own some bonds or loans and to own some shares of stock uh, and spread out your investments and diversify so that that lowers your risk. Um, John, can you explain what an interest rate is? Well, an interest rate is how much you have to pay to, uh, in order to be able to get a loan of money. So for example, if let's say I needed $20 from you, you would tell me how much money I have to pay you back in order to 
have the privilege of investing from, uh, from Abby Ackerman. So that percent is your, is your interest rate. And that's usually determined the, the, the number by how risky I am. Since I'm someone who doesn't like to pay his bills and pay money back and things like that, you're going to have to charge me a lot of money to, uh, to rent, to, uh, to loan money from you. But someone like your dad who always pays his bills right on time would be a very low amount. So you have to be, um, an, an interest rate depends on, um, on the borrower. Hmm. Um, getting back to stocks, Eliza A wants to know, why would companies want you to buy small pieces of them? Adam? Thank you, Abby. Um, so the reason a company would sell stock and, and sort of sell away a part of the business is to raise money to grow the business or make it better. So, you know, I think everyone who has an idea for a business would like to keep all of it and own 100%. But if you need to raise money to build your business or grow it, um, you may want to find investors and sell a part of your business to get money up front to grow it and build it. And although you own end up with less percentage of the business owning less than 100%, your part of the business can be worth more because you took that investor's money when you sold shares and you made your business even more valuable. Um, John, um, can kids invest in the stock market? Sure, kids can invest, anyone can invest in the stock market. You can ask maybe if you had some savings from doing uh, chores or your allowance, maybe you can ask your parents to open up an account and you can buy, uh, buy a stock. And you know, what you should do is buy something that you know, where you research. If you are, are you a, are you a basketball fan? Um, but I know, um, no, but I know that uh, Jamie, our next door neighbor is. Well, if Jamie's a basketball fan, you know, you can buy, actually you can own the New York Knicks basketball team. So you can buy stock and own the Knicks and the Rangers, or you can buy, if you like going to McDonald's, you can buy uh, stock at McDonald's. So buy something and you can follow it and, and see how it makes money. And um, it's something that's a really good exercise for uh, later on in life. But yeah, now more than ever, it's really easy to buy stocks. Um. Kira R wants to know, how do you know what stocks to invest in? Adam? Thank you, Abby. Um, it's a great question and a very hard one. Um, as kids, I think you should pay attention to the businesses that you um, come into contact with and use in your everyday life. Um, you know, as John said, that could be foods you eat out when you're out or getting a delivery or foods you eat at home, drinks you drink, products you use in your everyday life. If you have an iPad that's made by Apple, um, you should research and learn more about those companies and, and what they do and how they make money. Um, you can read about them online. You can um, start to follow them and follow their, their stock price. Every stock has a symbol and there are websites where you can look them up and follow them and see how the businesses are doing. Um, so what John and I do is we learn about these businesses. We try to figure out um, their profits, how much money they're going to make right now and in the future. And then we look at the price of investing in it compared to the profits and think, is that a good deal? Do you get a good amount of profit for the money that you put in? Do you think you can make 10%, 15% a year on your investment and grow it? So, you know, I would encourage kids to start with the basics of that 
process and learn about the businesses and products that they use every day and follow the companies. Um, how can you follow the market in a specific stock and know whether it's going up or down, John? Uh, well, that's there's so many different websites that you can go to where you can go to CNBC or CNN.com or any of these places and look to whether to see if the stock is going up or down. But what's really, I think, important is so you're young, you're, you're nine years old, you have a, a long term time horizon. So you don't need to worry about whether the stock is going up today or tomorrow. You want to just see, am I buying a good business? Uh, but there are resources out there where you can read and easily come up with information, uh, the information you need to know to buy and sell, sell a stock. Um, there's, there's, in fact, probably too much information, but it's, uh, that's part of the fun part is, you know, you mentioned your dad sits in the basement reading. Uh, that's what that, that's what I do too. And you can just sit and you can uh, read and find out as much as you can about a company. Um. Adam, um, Maya R wants to know what are some good stocks to buy and why? Well, that is the most important question. Um, I don't think it's helpful to just list a bunch of companies we think are, are good investments right now. I, I think we can, it's better to talk about the characteristics of good investments. Uh, so going back to my last question, you want to learn about companies whose products you're familiar with and use in, in your everyday life and you think that they're good and useful. Uh, you want to find companies that are going to be stable and grow over time and that you think do a good job of, of as a business making their product. And then, you know, lastly, you want to look at the price in the stock market and how much you have to pay to own part of that business compared to its profit. So um, investors like John and I look at, at measures like the price earnings ratio or the earnings yield, which means how does the price you have to pay for a share of stock compared to the share of the profits you get. Um, you know, and I think we try to invest in companies with a price earnings ratio under 20 or an earnings yields uh, of 5% or better. So, you know, you can, kids can look at that and check that ratio on websites. And so I think a combination of a good business that you know and paying a fair price on those measures uh, will help kids to start to do research and identify uh, what are good stocks for them to own and invest in. Um, John, um, Ollie N wants to know what's happening with GameStop. GameStop. So we're, this is a podcast about investing, right? Yes. So what happened with GameStop is probably, I would say, the opposite of investing. It was, it's a really fun story to listen and watch and see what's going on. Uh, but basically, a whole bunch of people thought they could get rich pretty quickly and that's probably, that's pretty dangerous to do. And the stock of GameStop, which is basically a, a mall-based retailer, went through the roof and everyone tried to chase it. And then as anyone who's in the market could have predicted, it crashed. Um, so it was just a good way for people to make and lose a lot of money really quickly. So it really wasn't investing. You talk about risk and reward. The risk there was huge and the reward for most people was negative where they lost money. Yeah, you gave it off with their heads. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I, um, that, that's, there's two types of things. There's investing and there's speculation. 
And speculation is really gambling. And that's what people who were investing in GameStop over the last couple of weeks were, were doing. They didn't care what your dad was saying about the price of the stock. They just thought it was going to keep going up forever. Um, Adam, Jamie S. wants to know, what do you think of the Disney stock? Is it a good investment? Thanks, Abby. Um, well, my answer to that is, I don't know. I don't know Disney well, so I don't know if it's a good investment right now, but it's a good opportunity to talk about um, the difference between whether a business is a good business or company and whether its stock is a good investment. So, you know, I think that Disney is a great company. They run their businesses very, very well. They have theme parks, movies, TV shows, the new Disney Plus uh, streaming business. Um, all those things are, are great businesses and they're run very well. So Disney is a great, well-run company. That's the first part. Um, whether it's a good investment is a different story because that's where you have to start thinking about what price do I have to pay to, to buy into this business and what do I expect my, my return, my investment to grow to? And that's a much harder question uh, because Disney looks, the shares are pretty high priced right now, which is a problem. And there are a lot of uncertainties questions about Disney's business right now because um, people aren't going to movie theaters. They're not watching movies right now. Movies that, that used to make a lot of money in the movie theaters are now going to go to Disney Plus. People aren't sure how they're going to do. Um, so there's a lot of questions that need to be answered there. Um, we can drive around our neighborhood and look at houses or cars and it's pretty easy to say you know what are the nice ones and what are the not so nice ones the, the tougher question is what are each of those worth so you know that's a tougher thing that investors investors try to figure out um Oren s wants to know what do you think of tesla is it overvalued john tesla would be an example of a stock that listen i love the cars are beautiful they're really you know, it seems to be pretty well made, but for the same price that you can buy Tesla, you could buy Ford Motor Company, you can buy 20 of Ford Motor Company. So to me, it just doesn't make sense. So what investors are saying right now with the price of the stock is that they're going to keep growing and growing and growing. And to me, I just, that's when you talk about the risk reward. I, I think you're taking a lot of risk for not a lot of a lot of reward. I, I, I would love to own a Tesla in terms of having it as a car. I, I don't necessarily think I would want to buy the buy the stock because the one thing that you see is if you have a great concept or a great car or a great anything, there's a lot of copycats that come out. So other people are going to want to make electric cars. And you, you were just talking about Disney a couple of minutes ago and the beauty of the Disney model is there's only one Mickey Mouse and there's only one Cinderella and there's only one Frozen. So they have something that's called proprietary. It's only them, only they can come up with it. A car is a car. And um, so to me, Tesla is the, the best thing about, or one of the great things about investing in the stock market is, you know, Warren Buffett you, you says, uh, you don't have to swing at every pitch. So a Tesla would be a kind of a pitch that I, I, I wouldn't swing at. And Adam, last question. How does supply and demand tie into investing? 
Sure, Abby. Supply and demand. Supply is how much of something exists, and demand is how many people want to buy or sell it. And so supply and demand and investing can change the price of a share of stock, especially over the short term. So, you know, going back to John's question, answer about Tesla, um, if a lot of people want to buy Tesla shares, the price is going to go up in the short term for now, maybe not forever. Um, and that can cause the share price to go up too high. That happens sometime. I think it happened, you know, in John's discussing GameStop. So, you know, as investors, you have to pay attention to uh, do a lot of people want to invest in this company right now, pushing its share price up too high? Or does no one want to invest in this company right now and the share price is too low? That could make it into a good deal. Um, but that's all short-term stuff. And over the long term, whether your investment is a success or not over the next year, two years, five years, 10 years, it's more about how does the business do and, and are, are its profits good and growing? Do you make more as an investor and owner of that company? Um, so supply and demand can influence the price you have to pay in the short term. Hopefully as an investor, you can take advantage of that. But we all need to remember that in the long term, it's how the business does that really matters. Um, well, that's all for now. Tune in next time for a very special guest, our state senator, Anna Kaplan. And thank you to our guests, Adam Ackerman and John Boyer. That's all for now. Tune in next time for some more PW Kids, Everything Kids, 11050.